Well, I am sure you have read so much about it that you are tired of one more post on the same subject. The TV has been so full of it that I had to switch it off, as the commentaries from both the right-wing and the left-wing channels have become boring to watch. The Twitter feed has gone quiet however. I have to state here something about ignorance, again, this is not something you did not know. Ignorance kills more people eventually than a pandemic, it spoils and corrupts people, it ruins them, it is an utter disaster. What is funny about what happened in the US Capitol last week? Actually nothing funny as such, but it was a shame to watch educated, reasonably well-off people, at least on GDP per capita basis, attack the seat of the US equivalent of the parliament. This was a shameless attempt by an unhinged mob which was incited by the president of the US almost continuously over the past couple of months, after he lost the election, and then in a forcible manner at a rally held just a short distance away from the Capitol building complex on 6th January. The way the mob acted on the 6th January will go down in US history as the blackest day ever. A mob-driven takeover of the US government has been an unthinkable proposition and I have never seen it discussed even in theory. The assumption was that the US being the oldest democracy in the world has a solid institutional framework to avoid exactly such incidents. The mob frenzy was to have been expected by law enforcement, but they clearly missed it or chose to ignore the possibility. Is there any difference between such a mob-driven attack and what has transpired in so many other countries? Which country will now listen to the US preachings on democracy and the rule of law? Why should they listen? What credibility would Joe Biden have if he tries to preach to the countries who do the same thing? I think the US has unfortunately lost its moral leadership on democracy, for good. The incitement by a sitting US president to drive the mob along Pennsylvania Avenue towards the US Capitol to stop the certification of electoral votes is nothing but insurrection and subversion of democracy. There is nothing else which can describe the actions of the US president who lost his re-election bid to Joe Biden, who was certified by the US Congress as the next US president during the wee hours of 7th January, after the mob was brought under control. The well-known term banana republic used to mean a politically unstable country in the third world typically. It is always run by a ruthless, corrupt and power-hungry dictator who does not believe in democracy and democratic institutions. He relies on his military to stay in power, and jails his political opponents. Sounds familiar? Yes, there are plenty of examples around. But the US? Nobody ever thought, including those dictators of the banana republics, that the US will become one, the largest and most powerful ever. Does all this mean that Trump will now use the US military in an unforeseen way to take over the Congress or launch a nuclear attack somewhere, say against Iran or North Korea? He has the power of course, the military has to follow his orders without fail. But, there is a difference now, each and every cabinet member of the US government is sworn on oath to defend the US Constitution, and that means they are not allowed to deviate from the precepts of the Constitution. What happens when an egomaniac is the president? When he is considered to be unstable and not of sound mind? Do the Secretary of Defense and the Chairman of the Joint Chief of Staff of the U.S. military have to follow the President's illegal orders? Maybe not. The House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has spoken to the head of the military about such an eventuality and Trump's access to the nuclear weapon launch codes. So, it is not inconceivable that the orders of the President could be violated. I have seen some Republican senators stating that this is not who we are. Nothing can be more nonsensical. By their quiet acquiescence to a dictatorial President, all such senators implicated themselves. Let us also not forget that more than 100 U.S. House representatives voted to decertify the Electoral College votes. The Republican Party has always consistently stood for disenfranchisement of black and Hispanic voters, against the voting rights law, against citizens' rights, and for lower taxes on the rich. 
their principles are now coming unhinged, they have clearly demonstrated that their blind allegiance towards a lousy president is holding them back from discharging their constitutionally mandated duties. I am not a supporter of the U.S. Democratic Party either. The Democrats could never get their act together, and are increasingly going to be held subservient to the extreme left-leaning elements in their party. While that may be a welcome change for an old state party, it is not something that they have understood well, the top leadership is still dominated by old folks like Nancy Pelosi, Charles Schumer, and of course Joe Biden. They are all going to have a huge challenge administering a changed country riven by huge divisions caused by Trump's dividing policies. They are getting a faltering economy and the pandemic is raging nonstop. I wouldn't be surprised if Joe Biden has no time for extracurricular activities, he does not golf I guess, and also no time for allies. What about Russia and China? Yes, of course. Anthony Blinken as the new Secretary of State should be getting ready to dirty his hands. But Joe Biden will be focusing on America-only problems for the medium term as these appear to be very challenging and intractable to say the least. The inherent underlying weakness of the U.S. democracy has now come to the fore. It is no longer an undercurrent of just feelings. It is clearly frothing its way to the very top of the national political discourse. No point in saying that most Americans are disgusted with what happened at the U.S. Capitol on the 6th May, that is nothing but CNN talk. There are equal number of Americans who voted for Trump and were probably hoping that he would throw out Joe Biden by his machinations at the Congress. I see Fox News as well as CNN, but rely on BBC News. So, the U.S. will remain politically divided forever, and has now become very fragile, which means that a dictator could emerge in the future with a new game plan to subjugate democracy, and convert the US into, another Russia. Not an implausible proposition, right? Have a wonderful week ahead. Cheers. Vijay Srinivasan. 10th of January 2020.